Hey, everybody. My name is Jason Wolf, and you are listening to How to Be Like Jesus. I would say the episode number, except it's been months since I've recorded an episode, and I'm not really sure where we left off in that. So episode whatever at this point. And um, this, this episode is about how not to pray like Jesus. And yes, you heard me correctly, and you read the title correctly on your uh on your phone or whatever, that this is about how, it's not about how to pray like Jesus. That will be, there'll be many episodes in the future, I'm sure, covering that topic. But this is about how not to pray like Jesus. And you may be wondering, well, why are we talking about how not to pray like Jesus? Isn't that a weird topic? Shouldn't we just focus on how to pray like Jesus? I mean, what's wrong with me? Why would I devote a whole episode discussing how not to pray like Jesus. Well, it's a, actually a pretty simple reason. It's because Jesus himself addresses this topic in the Gospels. In fact, in the Sermon on the Mount itself, you know, his most famous uh, sermon in Matthew chapter six. And even before going into saying, you know, explaining for to us how we are to pray, before going into that, he first explains how not to pray and give some examples of how he does not want us to pray. So before going into stuff about how to pray, how G how Jesus instructs us to pray, looking at examples of Jesus's prayers to see how he models prayer for us and, and that kind of thing, it seemed to me like a good idea to go into how not to pray and what Jesus himself specifically says about how we are not to pray. Once again, since that is what he specifically does before ever talking about how to pray you have the famous the the famous our father prayer um which we get in matthew chapter six which is not something that he wants us to repeat verbatim word for word uh as the catholics do but he's setting us um as, as he says in matthew six nine after this manner therefore pray ye okay so he's giving it, it's it's kind of how to structure your prayer not just telling you repeat these exact words which is not what jesus says but before going into that he he explains how not to pray so i think it's important that we first tackle that subject not because i just want to be a contrarian or something like that not because i'm just want i just want to give people a hard time oh let's just talk about how not to pray wouldn't that be wouldn't that be fun i just want to be antagonistic towards people or something like that no 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 i'm following jesus own example before he goes in to explaining how we are to pray first he talks about what not to do in your prayer life and how not to pray so i think you know, since the show is all about how to be like Jesus, I need to try to exemplify that in the show itself by doing what Jesus himself has done and first go into how not to pray before talking about how to pray, okay? And, but before jumping into that, I want to quickly cover um, what's going on with the show because it's been many months since recording an episode of the show. And I'm sitting on my coffee here because I'm recording this at like five in the morning. Um, so it's been many months since I've recorded an episode of this show, uh, but I want to get back into it, and I would love to, you know, I, I want to set like a, a, a goal for myself to have at least an episode per week. I think that's a very reasonable goal, and, I, and I'd love to do more than one episode per week. I'd love to do, you know, two episodes or more per week. We'll see what happens, schedule permitting, because... I'm somehow the one of the busiest uh, 
non-busy people. I don't really understand how that works. It's not like I actually have a whole lot of obligations and yet I end up uh, being being strangely busy and having a lot of my time taken up. So um, we'll see how that works. But yeah, the, the goal from here on out Get, you know, I want I want to get back into making the show. I think this is an important thing to do. It's an important topic. Something that I'm surprised is not something that more Christians are covering. I mean, um, isn't isn't this the whole point of the Christian life? Is now, you know, you believe in the gospel, you get saved. Now you're devoting your life to try to be more like Jesus. I don't understand why this is not more of a central focus from Christian ministries. I don't really see any other podcasts or anything out there devoted to this topic. So I feel like this is a, a void that somebody needs to step up and fill. Um, so I, th I think this is a very important uh, thing to be doing. Um, but, you know, I got out of it for uh, several months, kind of discouraged. And now I want to get back into it and just make the commitment to just be doing this on a regular basis and, and see what happens with it. But yeah, so that's kind of the, that's the goal. That's, that's what I'll be doing here going forward. And so, you know, I would encourage people to, to uh, li listen to the show and uh, keep subscribe. Uh, keep, keep, keep listening, keep checking out uh, as, as more episodes come out, because the goal is not to just drop off for months at a time. The goal is to be putting out it consistent uh, episodes at least once a week and hopefully more than that uh, for the most part or whatever I can. And so, yeah, that, that that's the goal of the show going forward, just to uh, explain that at the outset here, since it's been months since I've made an episode. Well, let's get into this topic here because I do, I do have a time limit here on how long I can uh, uh, record this. So in Matthew chapter six, of course, we're right in the smack in the middle of um, the Sermon on the Mount. And at some point, because the Sermon on the Mount is obviously so important for the Christian life, um, I'll probably be going through this whole thing verse by verse throughout uh, episodes of the show. But for now, you know, obviously I'm not jumping right into the beginning of Matthew 5 here just to talk about how not to pray like Jesus. So I'm sure we'll be covering this subject matter again at some point once I eventually go through the whole, you know, three chapters of this uh, verse by verse and, and explain everything that Jesus teaches. But we'll, we'll get, sorry if the, you hear the stuff crinkling next to the microphone. Um, so we'll cross that bridge again when we get there. But now we're just kind of jumping into the middle of the Sermon on the Mount and looking at uh, verse five, Matthew chapter six, verse five, Jesus says, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And so again, you see him explaining, this is what not to do. He says, when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. So it's very important for us to know what, what are we not supposed to do? What kinds of things are we supposed to avoid? We can't just ignore Jesus' teaching on what not to do. We just go straight to verse 9, uh, uh, where it's him explaining, after this manner, therefore pray ye, and then going into the Our Father prayer, and what we can learn from that. Obviously, that's very important. We want to understand that. But first, four verses earlier, he's explaining to us what we are not to do when we pray. And the first thing he says, so we are not to pray like the hypocrites. And they, okay, well, who are these hypocrites? What's going on with that? Well, he explains what he means, what he's referring to by the hypocrites. We're not to be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue. So he's, who's he calling out specifically here? Of course, he's calling out the Jews. 
standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. And here's the, here's the problem here with doing this, that they may be seen of men. Then he says, very likely saying to you, they have the reward. So what's the point here? Why are they hypocrites for doing this? Well, he explains it. It's their, it's their motivation. It's their goals. It's what they're trying to achieve by the way that they're praying. Because when you're praying to when you're praying, what, what's the point of that? What are you trying to do? You're trying to be, be seen, so to speak, by God. You're trying to be heard by God. You're making petitions to God. You're talking to God. That is what you're doing with your prayer. But what are the Pharisees doing? Pharisees and the Sadducees and the other kinds of Jews that he's calling out here, since he talks about people standing in synagogues. Obviously, you know, he's not talking about Gentiles. And what is the point of what they're doing? It's not just simply about where they're standing itself. It's, ne it's not like there's necessarily something inherently wrong with praying in a synagogue or praying in a street corner, but he's pointing out their, their wicked motivations, which is they, they do this, that they may be seen of men. So are they trying to communicate with God? Are they trying to talk to God and make uh, petitions of God and so on? No, they are not primarily anyway. They are doing this so they can seem like they are so pious. They are holier than thou. Oh, look at me. I'm in the synagogue praying. Oh, look at me. I'm standing on the street corner around a bunch of people praying out loud so everyone can see me, see how holy I am, see how pious I am, see what a great religious person I am, and my relationship with God for my holy prayer that I'm praying here in the street corner around everyone. That is what they're doing, and that is what Jesus is calling out, because it's not that they're trying to be, be seen of God and have their prayers answered by God, it's that they're trying to be seen of men, and that is why they are hypocrites, and that is what we are not to do, and he says, verily, I say unto you, they have their rewards. Rather than being rewarded by God for their prayers, rather than God answering their prayers, they have their reward. And what is that? It's being seen of men. It's, it's by people seeing them and saying, oh, look how holy that, that Jew is standing on the street corner and praying and, and seeing so holy and pious. Wow, I just wish I could be like him. What, oh, real rabbi so-and-so, isn't he so amazing? Look at his relationship with God standing there in the synagogue praying, standing there in the street corner praying, people praising them, even if people aren't doing it out loud. Just people seeing them and inside their minds thinking these kinds of things, thinking, oh, what a holy person. I wanna be like that person. Look at that person's relationship with God. Look at what a great religious zealot or whatever that person is, All right, That is their reward. So God's not going to answer their prayer. God's not going to reward them. Their reward is the praise they get from people by praying publicly like that. Now, and then he goes on to explain uh, the, the contrast of this, which is praying in, in our prayer closet, so to speak. Verse six, he says, but thou, when thou prayest, Enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. And so, no, notice this. You go and pray to God the Father. You do this in your prayer closet. You do this in secret. You're not doing it openly, trying to get praise and, and respect from everybody from how supposedly... Uh, pious and, and, and religious you are um you go into your your closet you pray to god the father in secret and the father which sees what you're doing in secret he rewards you 
openly. And that is your reward rather than just being praised by men. And that is what we want. We want God to reward us. We want God, you know, we want to communicate with God, have our prayers answered by God, be rewarded by God for our service to him in this life. That is what we want. We don't want just people to just see us with this veneer, this facade of religiosity or what have you and have them go, oh, what a wonderful religious person. Oh, uh, you know, this is this is a, per what, what a great religious person they're saying in the street corner praying. No, that's not what we want. We wanna to go to the Father secretly in our prayer closet. He will reward us openly and that, that that is the goal so even within him talking about how not to pray he also gives us a little advice on how to pray which is to pray secretly pray in private pray in a closet and i don't think you have to literally pray in a closet uh, although at one point my wife and i we did have an apartment that had really nice big walk-in closets and i literally did go into the closet and pray yes i i, I applied this as uh, not as of course, I don't think you have to literally go into a closet and pray. A, a lot a lot of us don't have walk-in closets. I don't have walk-in closets anymore. This was years ago. But yeah, I thought it was funny since I could go and sit in this closet that yeah, I went in the I literally went into a prayer closet and went into the closet and prayed while we lived in this apartment because it's like, well, yeah, I'll just hey, why not? He says go and enter into thy closet. So that's what I did. And of course, it's not necessary to take him that literally. And um, it, it, the point is just to pray privately rather than openly making a big show of it in front of a bunch of people to be praised by those people. Okay. And so when it comes to how do we apply this to our lives, obviously do what I've just been explaining and what Jesus himself said, which is pray privately, don't pray openly all the time. But so this leads to the question of how do we apply this when it comes to certain things that Christians like to do. So Christians, a lot of Christians like to do what's called prayer walking, where they like walk around the town, walk around the sidewalks, wherever in the town, walk past people's houses, walk past businesses and stuff, and just pray uh, for, for people. They And they, they notice... I don't know, like I've seen people talk about things like you see, oh, well, you see like a, a little kid's like tricycle in the front yard and you go, oh, there's a family in this house. Oh, well, I'm going to pray for the kids in this family and pray for this family and blah, blah. You like notice things in your environment, notice things in your community. Oh, this business isn't getting a lot of business or something. Oh, I'm going to pray for this business. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never really done this myself. So I'm just giving you um, stuff that I've basically read or heard, had people tell me. Uh, that have that have done this prayer walking thing and so the question is well okay well is is this okay to do this does this conflict with what jesus said because you're walking around in your town in your community whatever you're walking around in public praying out loud are are you you know jesus says not to stand on the on the street corners and pray like the hypocrites so okay so is it, it's something like prayer walking is that okay so Again, Jesus is most concerned with your your heart and your motivations. What, what are you trying to accomplish? So if you're out there trying to accomplish, like, oh, I want to do this. So I, I want people to see me and think that I'm so awesome and I'm so holy and whatever. If that's your motivation, then yeah, you definitely shouldn't go prayer walking. If your motivation for prayer walking, I'm going to walk around my community. People are going to see I'm a Christian. And I'm praying for people. I'm praying for the people in the community. And that's going to like impress 
other people because they're going to see how holy I am and what an awesome prayer warrior Christian I am. Yeah, if that's your motivation, definitely do not go prayer walking. Don't even try it unless you get your heart straight that the point is you're trying to talk to God and genuinely help the people in your community, not just not just uh, try to show off and try to show people what a prayer warrior you are. Oh, look at me. I'm such a zealous prayer warrior. I'm such a great Christian. If that's your motivation, don't even bother. You're just sinning. You're just rebelling. You're being a hypocrite. Your, your only reward is going to be that all oh, those that some people are going to see you and I guess be impressed by you, even though in our extremely secular anti-Christian society nowadays, unless you're like, I don't know, in the Bible belt and some extremely Christian uh, community. Uh, I think this, if this is your, if that's your objective, it's probably going to backfire because most people are probably going to see you and think that you're like a lunatic or think that, think that, you know, they're going to see they're trying to impress them and like be put off by it or just think you're like a crazy person walking around talking to himself or something like they're not going if you're if you honestly think that people are going to be impressed by this unless you happen to live in an extremely christian town in somewhere in the bible belt or something i doubt people are going to be impressed by that so that's a stupid thing to be motivated by anyway but yeah if you're somehow motivated by that like yeah i'm going to go prayer walking and everyone in the community is going to see how you know what an awesome christian i don't even bother because you know that is your reward as jesus said god's not going to reward you god's not going to answer god's probably not even going to answer your prayers you're just wasting your breath because god's not impressed by this he thinks you're a hypocrite the reward is going to be the people that see you and whatever they think about you that's going to be your reward and you know what since jesus himself specifically explicitly addressed this and now you're listening to me talk about it and you're still deciding even though you know you have the wrong motivation you're going to go do it anyway you think god's going to take kindly to that you think god's not going to punish you or discipline you in some way the way a father disciplines his rebellious child so just just don't do it if that's your motivation if you are, want to go prayer walking because you think people are going to see you and think you're an awesome christian just just don't you spare yourself the the discipline from god that's going to result from that and so but if but 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 if that's not your motivation it's like no i just genuinely care about the community and want to do want to uh, uh help people by praying by walking through the community and praying for this whatever's going on in the community or whatever uh does that conflict i don't you know i've thought about this i've gone back and forth i, I really personally i don't really think that that um is in conflict with what Jesus is saying because ultimately I think I think if you think that it is because at one point I thought that just prayer walking is just not biblical because Jesus says don't pray on the street corners okay but again what is his point his point is your the condition of your heart and what you're motivated by that's what actually matters is that you're trying to get the approval of men and that's your reward rather than trying to talk to God you're trying to be seen of men as long as that's not your motivation that is probably fine and that's the way I see it because I don't think God just makes arbitrary rules of just don't pray in this location, but just pray in this location. It's like, it's not just the, the, the locations of where you pray are somehow inherently good or inherently bad. It's your motivation. You're, it's good to pray in your prayer closet because you're not trying to be rewarded by men. You're not trying to be seen as some kind of awesome prayer warrior by a bunch of people and just get that as your reward you're genuinely trying to communicate with god and when you do that in secret god's going to reward you openly it's about your motivation and so if you're trying to pray 
in in public, specifically to be seen by people, God is going to disregard your prayer and your reward is going to be that you are seen by a bunch of people praying in public. So, because think about it, he, he condemns people that he says, for, for they love to stand in the synagogues and then and in the corners of the streets. Okay, so one of the things is the synagogues. So basically, this the equivalent of this would be a Christians praying in church, right? Now, if we were to take this at face value, say, well, praying on the streets is just wrong. Therefore, prayer walking is wrong. You would have to say, basically, praying in church is wrong because that's the equivalent of referring to people standing in the synagogues and praying is would be Christians today praying in church in the you know gathering of believers together and just publicly praying in church. But doesn't that happen at every church service ever, everywhere, every Sunday morning? There's Christians praying, the pastors praying, the people leading the music, somebody probably prays. Um, you just have, the pastor might call on some random person from the congregation to lead in prayer. If somebody does a Bible reading and then prays, if you get together in a small group or a Sunday school thing, the, the person leading the, the group or the class is gonna pray or call on somebody to pray. You get you have people literally get, gathering together at churches to have their little prayer meetings and whatever, where they pray about specific things. You have people taking prayer requests and then praying from the congregation and then praying those specific requests. Prayer is a huge factor in every uh, church service. Every, pretty much every time Christians get together, there uh, pe people are praying together. I had people over at my house uh, last week. And the people I had over uh, prayed before they left. You know, this is just when Christians get together, this is what happens. Um, so, is, so, so is it just wrong? Would it be the correct interpretation to say, well, it's, Jesus said it's wrong to be standing for the, for the people to stand in the synagogues and pray. Well, the equivalent of that today is it's wrong to pray in church. Therefore, we'll get together for church, we'll worship God, we'll, we'll preach the Bible, but we can't pray because Jesus said, that you're a hypocrite if you're standing in the synagogues and praying. So when we get together in church, we, we can't pray. No, that's that's insane. That's obviously absurd. You're obviously taking the, the letter of what he's saying and ignoring the spirit of what he's saying, which is if you're praying to get praise from people, that is what's wrong. That is what's making you a hypocrite. And so in, in understanding that, that's why I think prayer walking if, if your motivation is to be seen by a bunch of people, that's the wrong motivation. Now you can also, if you're, if you're concerned that people might see you prayer walking and, and, you know, think, oh, look at these, look at this great prayer warrior or something, then even though that's not your motivation, you're like, well, what if people see me doing it and think that anyway, even though I don't care, and I'm not trying to impress people, well, maybe just pray in your mind silently instead of out loud where you might get people's attention or something like that. Now, again, I don't know. I, I kind of doubt that it matters. It would matter if people think that about you, if that's not your motivation, because I think that is what Jesus is concerned about here. But if, if you're concerned that, well, what if people will see me walking around openly praying and, and, and actually think positive things about me, which like I said, I don't think you're in much danger of that happening considering our culture, but let's say that that happens. Oh, now then God's not going to reward me. Like I said, I don't really think that's, something you really need to worry about but um um just just pray in your mind if that's something you're concerned about when it comes to but like i said i think it's the motivation because he refers to people standing in the synagogues and praying well obviously when we get together in church people are going to pray now again 
what's your motivation? If you're somebody who's constantly at the Sunday school class or whatever kind of gathering, if you're the person who's always volunteering, volunteering to pray and you give these long-winded uh, prayers and whatever, because you're trying to like impress people, wow, look at what a good prayer like this guy has. Wow, look at look at how holy, look at how pious he is. You know, I wish I could pray like this guy, this guy. And that is something that you are trying to do. You're trying to kind of show off like what a great prayer you are or something. And, and whenever you get together with people from church or whatever, you're always trying to lead everybody in prayer to show them like, oh, look how great I am at praying. Well, then, yeah, in that case, you are being a hypocrite. And your reward is people going, wow, look how great a prayer this guy is. I wish I could pray like him. That's your reward. God is not going to hear you. God is not going to reward you. God's not going to be answering your prayers. So don't do that. If that's your motivation, you need to stop doing it. Even if you have the reputation in your church because you constantly do this as like, oh, Bob, you know, he's our great prayer warrior. Let's call on Bob to pray. If you have, if you're struggling with this sinful motivation of, oh, I'm going to press everyone. They're going to see how awesome I am at praying. You need to stop. You need to go, no, call on somebody else. No, I'm not praying right now. No, I, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. And it may, it may shock me. Wait, what, 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 you always lead us in prayer. Why doesn't he want to lead us in prayer? And, you know, you may or may not want to say, actually, I'm struggling with uh, the motivation of wanting people to see me as this great and pious person with my prayers. And so I'm going to uh, stop doing it until I stop being uh, motivated by pride. Now, you may or may not want to openly say that, maybe just just quietly be like, uh, I don't feel like doing it today or whatever. But yeah, if, if that is what you're motivated by, it seems to me that is what Jesus is condemning. Now, obviously, again, when Christians get together, they're constantly praying. So it's not like, oh, just getting together and praying is wrong. Everyone has to everyone has to go in their closets and pray individually. No, that's not what Jesus is teaching, but he's teaching the proper motivation and what is not the proper motivation. And the proper motivation <clears throat> is to talk to God, have your prayers heard by God, petition God, praise God. You're trying to communicate to God. That's that's the point. And not try to look impressive uh, to other people. And so if there's a right way to prayer walk, there's a wrong way to prayer walk. There's a right way to pray in church or pray in whatever kind of Christian gathering. And there's a wrong way to do it. And this all pertains to your heart, your motivation, or is the point just to communicate things to God and have your prayers answered by God? be rewarded by God, try to get God to do things in the world to help people out? Or is your motivation to people to, to see you as, oh, I'm so awesome, I'm the greatest prayer warrior, I'm the greatest uh, Christian praying person ever, and look how holy I am, look how pious I am, look how religious I am, look how much God loves me because I'm so great at praying. If that, that's your motivation, then just 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 stop it you need to humble yourself god's going to discipline you you cannot you 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 should not pray like this you need to just the, the if that's your motivation then you really do just need to pray in isolation you need to figure out <clears throat> uh your, your your pride issues again humble yourself until you stop having this motivation then you can pray then you can prayer walk and that, that won't be an issue because you're not motivated by being seen by people and prayed by other people. Then you can pray in the, the assembly of, of, of fellow believers, whatever context that, context that may be, 
pray amongst other people. And if you're not, as long as you're not doing it to get praised by them, by what a great uh, uh, prayer you are, then, then that's fine. But you, you, you need to deal with that. You need to humble yourself, not be a prideful person, not be trying to show off with your prayers. Um, that, that is a thing that Jesus is condemning. If you're doing that, you're a hypocrite. The, the reward you're going to get is not going to be from God. It's going to be other people seeing you and praising you because you're, you're such a great prayer warrior and whatever. And so that is the first thing. That's just Matthew 6 verses 5 through 6 is what we've gone over so far. And that's okay because verse 6 ends on a period. And so I'm going to wrap up here quickly. And then we're going to, we're not done with how not to pray like Jesus because Jesus is not done telling us what not to do. And so, uh, but, but that's it for me right now in this episode. Like I said, I had, I had a little bit of time here to record this episode and now I'm out of time. So I got to conclude the episode and, and move on here. But in the next episode, we'll continue with what Jesus has to say about how not to pray. And then we'll get into what he has to say about how to pray. And so, um, I hope that, um, people weren't uh, offended uh, by, by what I have to say. You know, if, if, if this applies to you, then it does. If it doesn't, then it, it doesn't. But maybe you'll see, maybe, maybe, maybe this applies to you and you realize, oh yeah, you know what? I do kind of pray like that. And you need to humble yourself. You need to deal with, with the, your pride when it comes to how you pray. Maybe you, I was going to say, maybe you know people that may pray like that, but uh, I probably wouldn't want to confront people about that because you're assuming, because what's wrong? Their motivations. And so if somebody prays like elaborate kind of prayers, you know, you don't necessarily know what's motivating that person. I probably wouldn't try to confront people. Hey, you know, you pray really long, elaborate prayers, you know, at the, at the men's breakfast. And so, you know, let's, let, let, let's read Matthew six together here, brother. And, 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 I think you need to check yourself. You know, no, no, I, I, no, don't, don't, don't do that to people. Allow the Holy Spirit to convict people, uh, unless you have some, some kind of actual evidence that someone's mo- what that person's motivations are. You don't really know what's motivating a person in their in their heart. But you know, hopefully, people weren't unnecessarily offended by this because you know, I'm just explaining what Jesus said. You know, I didn't say this stuff. This is what Jesus said. I'm trying to apply it to our lives today as Christians because that is what you know preaching the Bible is, you're taking what the God has revealed and you're trying to apply it in practical ways to our lives. That's the whole point of the podcast, how to be like Jesus. We're trying to take the words of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, the examples of the example of how Jesus uh, lived in his earthly ministry and so on, and apply it to our lives in practical ways so we can be more like Jesus. That's the whole point. And so I hope people um, uh, learn some stuff and, and there's something you can take away from this and they will check back in, in to the next episode to learn more about how not to pray like Jesus. And then we'll, we'll learn about how to pray like Jesus. And again, well, the goal is to have uh, an episode a week or more, but, but no less than that. And so I uh, hope to see you back in the next episode and uh, thank you for watching. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening. Cause it, it, it's a podcast that that's how you, uh, that's how you get podcasts. You listen to them. <laughs>